The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. This Advent, we started out looking at someone who had a problem with doubt. Zechariah doubted the sign, the promise of the, the angel Gabriel that his wife would give birth to the forerunner. Last week, we saw an example of Advent faith when Mary heard the promise of a Savior to be born, and she said, may it be to me, as the Lord have said. Tonight, well, tonight we come across the silent figure of the Advent season, a man named Joseph. And, uh, you know, really when our reading starts, we find ourselves watching Joseph in the middle of really an, an unwelcome nightmare. I mean, think about what had happened. He had gotten engaged to a young Jewish woman in the way that he was supposed to. He had done the things he was supposed to do. He went out and established an income so he could support his bride and, and their new family. He was preparing for a new life. He loved Mary. He was committed to Mary, and he, he thought she was committed to him too. Until he found out that his bride-to-be was, was pregnant. Now, Joseph had no idea what was going on, but... But one thing he did know, he knew that that baby was not his. I don't know, how did he find out? Was she showing? Did, did she tell him? Who was the father? How could she do this to me? I mean, yeah. You can imagine the emotions running through his heart and his mind, right? In his mind... His love had been thrown away, his commitment had been walked upon, and his whole life was changed. So Joseph, really, he's got two options about what he could do. Um, the first of the two options was harsh, or at least harsher than the other. He could publicly charge Mary with adultery. They took this very seriously. She would be put up for public disgrace, she would be shamed, and she would be shunned and Joseph would get some measure of justice for the grief that he had in his heart. The other option was gentler. Um, Joseph could refrain from charging her with public adultery and instead use the, the kind of lax divorce laws that were prevalent in Palestine at that point to uh, just send her quietly away, divorce her quietly. I imagine he had to be torn. I mean... There must have been part of him that wanted his dignity and his honor to be shown to everyone to be upheld. But you know, uh, there was more to Joseph than what meets the eye when you first meet him in Scripture. Listen to what he said. Or this is what Scripture says. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. All right. The Bible's noting two attributes, two characteristics of Joseph. Number one, he was a righteous man. That meant he kept God's law. He was a good person. He was living the way God wanted him to live. And in one sense, then, that meant 
that he couldn't go forward with this marriage. He couldn't pretend like, like this hadn't happened. He was a righteous man. But it also said he, he wasn't willing to expose Mary to public disgrace because he was a good and a righteous man. He had two options. Which would he choose? Well, he chose mercy. He could have had a grim form of justice. He could have, yeah. He could have sought after some kind of payback. But Joseph was a righteous man. And he chose mercy. Because you see, a righteous man is someone who understands mercy. And people who have been shown mercy, they show mercy to other people. This was the decision that Joseph came to before the angel shows up, before God explains to him that he doesn't need to worry, nothing bad happened, before any of that. When he was still in the middle of this unwelcome nightmare, this righteous man chose mercy. There's something we can learn from him about that tonight in, a, in the lives of the people around us. You know, tonight our theme is Advent action. What's the action that maybe you need to take that is choosing mercy for the people around you? Joseph decided on mercy, and then only after that, God steps in. This is what, what it says in the Bible. God sent an angel to Joseph in a vision, in a dream, and he says this. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived of her is from the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to take her home. I, I don't know. Joseph had a lot of things to be afraid of in this relationship at this point. Even hearing this from God, there would be a lot of things to be fearful about. He could fear the, uh, the disgrace that might come. He could fear the gossip. He could fear the, the burden. He could maybe fear a lot of things. And, you know, the trouble with fear is fear is the enemy of faith. It takes us fear and wants us to make us turn ourselves loose from the plans God has for us or the will God has for us in our life. It makes us want to, to cower and to only consider what we think is most important to me. Interestingly, though, it seems like God anticipated this because he said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. You know, and in that line is something that's really easy to read right over or to miss when you hear it when he calls him Joseph, son of David, because that's a normal thing. That's, that's a patronymic, which is a big part of the culture. So some cultures, you, you're named by your, who your father is. So if you're in Scandinavia and your name is Harry and your dad's name is John, you're called Harry, or, or Sven, you're called Harry Svensson, right? Uh, or uh, if you're, uh, uh, your dad's name is Stephen, you're going to be Bill Stevenson or something like that. Same is true, like Russia, if your dad's name is uh, Boris, or your name is Boris and your dad's name is Alexander, you're Boris Alexandrovich, right? Well, in the Semitic world, of course, this was a very popular way to name people. You named them by your father. But then you look again and you see him call him Joseph, son of David, and you remember that Joseph's father was not named David. Joseph's father was a guy by the name of Jacob. But yet, here's an angel from God calling him by a completely different patronymic. He calls him Joseph, son of David. Because he was reminding him that he was a descendant of kings. That Joseph, 
stood at the end of a long line of names. If you're reading this in the, in, in the gospel here of Matthew and you start in the first chapter, it starts with a genealogy following, following the, the royal line of David until it gets down to a man named Joseph. Jesus had the lineage of David genetically on his mother's side and legally on his father's side because Joseph was a descendant of kings and God called on him by that name because it was going to come time for this man to start acting like his great ancestor, David, who knew how to bury his fears with faith. That's what David did. Whether he was fighting Goliath or fighting the Philistines, he buried his fears with faith. And God said, that's a king, that's a man after my own heart. So when he calls Joseph by that patronymic, he was calling on Joseph to act like David, to bury his fears with faith. He's saying, don't, take, don't be afraid to take Mary home. She didn't cheat on you. This child is of the Holy Spirit. She's a virgin, but she's going to bear my son, the son of David, the true heir of David that this whole world has been waiting for. And I have a special job for you, Joseph. I want you to be his foster father. And you get to name him. Call him Jesus. Because he's going to save his people from their sins. You know, uh, another thing we can learn from Jacob, I think, is that uh, we don't need all of our questions answered in order to be able to follow God's call to faith. We don't need to have all of our questions answered for us to walk faithfully in the plan that God calls us to. What did Joseph know at this point? <laughs> Not a whole lot. But you know, Joseph never spoke a word. Not a single word of Joseph's is recorded in Scripture. But I tell you what is recorded are his actions. What he did. And what he did was he buried his fear in faith. What he did was he acted like a descendant of kings. What he did was acted like the foster father of the Son of God. You know, each of us might be sitting in this house today having maybe something different to learn from this silent character of Advent. Maybe you need to learn from Joseph about mercy. That people who've been shown mercy, they show mercy to others, even if they don't deserve it. People who have been forgiven, forgive. Maybe, maybe that's the challenge God is laying in front of you tonight to take Advent action with. Or maybe you're struggling with something that just downright scares you. Something in your family, something in your personal life, and you don't, you don't know exactly how you're going to get through it. Well, Joseph shows us what it means to bury our fears and faith in a Savior God who will stop at nothing to love us. And he promises us and points us to his cross and said, if I loved you like that, won't I love you in this? Or maybe, maybe for you it's just learning, like Joseph had to learn, that we don't need all of our questions answered in order to be able to follow God's plan faithfully. But we can trust in the fact that the more I get to know my God and the more I get to know myself and my relationship with him, the more every one of his plans will make perfect sense because they're made by the one person who loves me more than the whole universe. Whichever those three things may be sitting on your heart tonight, well, this is our final Advent devotion. God says, let's turn it into action.
Joseph didn't speak a lot, but boy, he sure acted. A reading from Matthew chapter 1. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will be with child and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. This is the gospel of the Lord.